Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting episode of Compact Discourse right here on Weagle 91.1 FM, Auburn's premier home for student-run radio since the wonderful year 1971. I'm your newest host, Davis Carroll, and I'm joined by my color man for Wednesdays and good friend, the always wonderful Luke Walker. can't remember your middle name or what I would have said it. We are broadcasting live from the Bradley Basin Student Center housed in the bowels of the Harold Melton Student Center, uh, Bradley Basin Studio. I'm still getting the, the intro down. Right here on the campus of Auburn University. It is a beautiful winter morning, but it's about 61 and a bit rainy, so maybe it's not as beautiful as my script says. So don't forget your umbrella today if you want to stay dry. We would like to welcome in our viewers and listeners from the Auburn Opelika Megaplex, as well as from around the world, however you may be tuning in, whether that be on your terrestrial radio antenna at Weagle 91.1 FM, or the information superhighway at WeagleFM.com, or from your podcast player of choice after the fact. We're happy to have you here in the booth with us for Auburn's only Drive Time morning show. And now, Luke, Mr. Luke Walker, how are you feeling this morning? Davis, I'm feeling great, but it looks like you're doing even greater. <laughs> Davis, for anyone listening, is wearing a tie today. I Which think is, the first time I've ever seen him wear a tie. This is probably maybe the second or third, I'd say. You've been to, you went to dapper. graduation with me one time, right? I did. Uh, did you? I don't know if I was there that day, but well, you got yourself a hot date. No, 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 no. Okay. First of all, if I was going on a date, I would not be wearing this. It's not <laughs> 1960. Um, He's going to court a lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. There's a law school fair. Ah. Okay. And I'm going, and I'm wearing my business professional, which, much to my chagrin, because I hate wearing ties. I don't mind wearing button-up shirts as much, but it's pretty. It's a rare sight to see me spiffied up like this. Yeah. So I'm revel in it. I'm honored, y'all. <laughs> Come stop by. <laughs> yeah, if you want to see it, you want to see me in a tie for Davis. and a, a, a nice shirt, nice pants, and some nice shoes. I'll be here all day sitting around. So, yeah, hope you hope you enjoy that. Luke, anything happening for you this morning? Any fun stories from recounting your getting to the studio? Anything crazy like that? Anything you want to add before um, we get to some festivities here on Compact Discourse? Nothing too crazy. I was speed walking. So how uh, did you very- end up almost being late? I thought you le- you left so early. From what it seemed. I think I texted you. I did this thing where I, I fibbed a little bit. Yeah. I go, hey, I, I think I'm leaving right now. But you did And didn't. then I, I didn't. Oh. I, I maybe left four minutes after that. Mm. It, you know. Really embarrassing, truly. It's pretty embarrassing. Really and truly very embarrassing for you because I made it here ten minutes before you. But oh, I wow. do live a lot closer. Yes. Well... At this time, I would like to remind our audience that if at any time you'd like to ask a question, drop a hot take, or in the unlikely event that we get something wrong, we have a dedicated team of call screeners waiting to handle your inquiry at 334-844-9345, or you can hit us up on Twitter at CDiscAU, or my personal Twitter account, DB underscore Carol Zero, or Luke, do you want to pl- plug yours? Your Twitter, uh, you don't have to. Twitter, Luke with two E's underscore. Actually, we'll go the new one. Okay. The new one I made the other day that's all things music related. There you go. Music takes. Do you have uh, any takes for Luke? Music takes? Let's music see opinions? Was, now, now, that I, now that I think of it. I think it's just Luke Walker Music. There you on go. On Twitter, I believe. On Twitter. Yeah. I'll have to follow it, send you some crazy tweets your way about some crazy music opinions. Let me think of one real quick. And we can talk about it, actually. Kendrick Lamar is the greatest rapper of all time. Hmm. How about that? I say so. But I also feel like it's kind of different. Like, I feel like all the old heads mm-hmm. have have this different perspective on, on rappers and whatnot. Yeah. And we kind of grew up with him as he was dropping stuff. Yeah. So I, th- I feel like we're a little bit biased, but we are Could witnessing be. greatness. I think just based off ability, based off his, uh, like his, uh, uh, 
consistency alone. Because you just listened to Section 80 the other day, did you not? I did. And I did, even then, in 2011, what year was that? Whatever year that came out, he was still, like, has some of his best yeah, rapping performances. I listened to it at 4 a.m. Very, very what odd. What are you up to, man? In my garage. Very... <laughs> Very odd time to be consuming Section 80. Luke is um, always up to some crazy shenanigans wee, late in the wee hours of the morning. Yes. Um, I don't know. I haven't been able to sleep recently. Some nights I get some nice rest. Mm. Others, I'm up at 4 a.m. listening to Section 80. Uh, I think you should see the doctor about that, man. Nah, I'm okay. Take some but, melatonin. Um, I also listened to Overly Dedicated. Mm-hmm. Kind of cool. But that one, yeah, definitely aged a little bit more than... Section 80 has a few songs that have aged really yeah. poorly for me. It's very like EDM vocal hook. Yeah. 2012, yeah. 2011. But then but, it has like High Power, Rick or Mortis, ADHD, uh, Hole Up I really like. What's, it? What's the up, other one? That beat Hole is Up crazy. is really good. 20,000 feet up in the air. Um, <laughs> Let me see. There's... Just one more. There's one more from Section 80 that I know I like. Oh, F Your Ethnicity. Really, really like that one. Yeah. Absol's outro is really... It's just a good album. It's obviously not his best, but like... That's someone who I need to dive into more in depth is Absol. Absol's cool. I really liked his most recent album. I think he spent... Yeah, he spent... Because his one before that was 2016. So that one is... Good, um, uh, Thou shalt something like that. Uh, is that the one before that? Oh, the 2016 one. Yeah, do what thou shalt. Do what thou wilt. Yes, yeah. some, I know something silly. And um, then before that, he had the one where it's the do what thou wilt is the picture of him. But the one before that was like the picture of like I can't even think of it. But that one has the song called Book of Soul on it, and that one's it's a really good storytelling song, but it's really sad. I think you're thinking of the previous album, Control System, maybe. Yes. In between those two, 2014, though, is These Days. Um, but, yeah, I really liked his, his yeah, most th- recent album. I was album. thinking of Control System. That one, Book of Souls on that album. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very sad. Most recent album, uh, 2022, actually, Herbert. He's got uh, Lance Skywalker on there. He's got Joey Badass, uh, Gene Aiko, Big Sean, Russ, Sir. He's got oh, yeah. quite, a, quite, Sir. The, quite the features. Zakari. Okay, yeah. Zakari's on some Isaiah Rashad songs from... Where he's on What's Wrong. Yeah. Cut my hand, bow my head, and final times I want to finish. <laughs> Good song. Well, let me see what I've got lined up for us today to talk about. We could talk, keep talking about some music if you'd like, or we could talk about the most hot-button topic of yesterday. The Oscar nominations came out. What do you think? I did not see them at all. But I, Luke's not, is not a huge movie fan. Not as into the movie. I love movies. Yeah, you obviously. love movies. I'm, but not, like, I'm not a crazy person. We can just go over uh, them. I know you probably haven't seen a ton of them. Not in like a, oh, Luke isn't keeping up. But like a lot of these are like half of them don't even go to theaters and the other half you have to pay like 20 bucks to stream them. So like understandable if you haven't seen some yeah. of these. Let's just go over them real quick. The best picture, let's, let's end with best picture. Best actor nominations, we have Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inisherin, Bill Nye for Living, and my personal pick the one I want to win is Paul Mescal for After Sun. You you seen any of these movies? I've not. Okay. I've heard about The Whale though. The Whale, I almost went and saw it yesterday but got sidetracked, wasn't able to. What what was the the gist of the the movie? The Whale is or, You just said you haven't seen it, my bad. Well, <laughs> well, I mean like it's Brendan Fraser uh and he plays like a like a college professor but he's like morbidly morbidly obese and he's okay. trying to reconnect with his daughter. Uh, interesting. Basically, it, so he's the, it's called the whale. It's ah. based off a play. Darren, Aron, Darren Aronofsky directed it. 
Uh, Brenda Fraser is supposed to put on an amazing performance. So I just want to see it for that. At least Sadie Sink's also in it from Stranger Things. She's also supposed to be very good in it. And uh, another, I, I would like Brenda Fraser to win. I would also wouldn't mind Colin Farrell winning for Banshees of Inisherin, which is really good. It's a dark comedy. You might enjoy it. I enjoy some dark comedy. It's it's fun. It's about uh, two Irish guys, and uh, like they have a falling out, like their friendship. And he's just like, I just don't play like you, Patrick. And then he, uh, Patrick played by Colin Farrell, and then Brendan Gleeson plays the other guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, Colm. How, outside of the Gives him uh, the movie podcast, Weagles premiere movie mm-hmm. podcast through the lens. Through the lens. Uh, outside of those, which what is an average of two to three movies a week for you? I'd say so. Yeah. How many additional movies do you watch in a, besides? In a given week? Oh, 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 I like thought you were asking. average week, how many movies is Davis Carroll watching? It really depends on the week because sometimes I'm, like, I'm always going to watch the movies for through the lens. So usually that's probably two to three, but like I'll probably, I like, I watched After Sun and Skin of a Rink last week, and then I also watched Airplane. That was all on Saturday. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so are you like maybe consciously three? watching all of these? Or are you like kind of on your phone, kind of like I'm usually watching them. If it's popcorn. one I haven't seen and I know like it could make me cry or something, I'm gonna be watching it fully. Okay. Like After Sun, phenomenal movie. I cannot recommend it enough. I recommend it on Recom Monday. Um, it like I cried my eyes out at the end. Nice. And like if I was on my phone for it, I, I that wouldn't. I don't think that would have happened. Those are the best because I paid See, attention to it. My family, uh, whenever I'm back home, we can never agree on what movie, what kind of movie to watch. It's very rare that we like immediately come to a consensus yeah um you know at the dinner table eating dinner it's like what movie should we watch um but i always want one like that yeah, that's I just like, gonna emotionally destroy me I love my family's those. like why are you like this i don't i don't want that you should watch after sun <laughs> it's it's a slow yeah. i think i told you about it already but it's, it's a lot slower i talked about it on Recom monday but it's phenomenal paul mescal's amazing in it uh frankie corio is really amazing in it too she plays the daughter in it it's phenomenal but for best actress we have Andrea Riseborough and to Leslie, Michelle Williams in The Fablemans, Kate Blanchett in Tar, Anna de Armas in Blonde, the movie about Marilyn Monroe, and Michelle Yeoh in Everything Everywhere All at Once, which you have seen. Yes. yes? That one was great. I loved it. I'm picking Michelle Yeoh personally. I, would you pick her as well since – is that the one you've seen uh, out of those? Yeah, I think that was the only one off the list. I I'd think seen. Kate Blanchett's another one that people are liking for it, but I have not seen Tar, so – Best original, well, we don't care about best original song. Best, best animated feature, we have Turning Red, Gamer Del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, The Sea Beast, and Puss in Puss Boots, Boots, The Last Wish. Uh, I've heard <laughs> The Sea Beast is really good. I think Pinocchio is probably going to win it, but I love Puss in Boots, so I'm going to root for Puss in Boots. I still here. haven't seen Puss in Boots, but I it, it has Should. been all the talk around oh my the station. Um, I need to go see it. For international feature film, uh, notably Decision to Leave was not nominated, which a lot of people were a little perturbed about. But we have All Quiet on the Western Front, the 2022 adaptation of the 1918 novel. What year did that come out? Do you know about All Quiet on the Western Front, Luke? I don't, actually. The book, at least? Uh, no. So this book, 1929. Okay, so it's a book about World War One, written by a German guy. And I'm pretty sure uh, when the Nazis were in power they banned it because it's Wait, a, it was about world war one yeah, yeah it's an anti-war okay. book ah it's it's a phenomenal book i cannot stress how amazing it is 
of a book. Yeah, the Nazis did ban it in the 1940s they because it's it's anti-war, and they I weren't get, big fans. They can, can they banned a ton of books. Yeah, they burned a lot of them too. But uh, yeah, it's a great book. And then Argentina, 1985, The Quiet Girl, Close, and EO for an international feature film. Best director, we have Martin McDonough for Banshees of Inisherin. You'd like that one. You need Ta- to make me a comprehensive list of <laughs> movies you like. I feel like offhandedly you'll just randomly say, "Hey, you'll like that one." Oh, and actually, I never remember. <laughs> Speaking of that, offhandedly, I, we've been going over not not yet, but we need to go ahead and go to commercial break. We'll come back with some more Oscar nomination. Oh, I'll turn off my mic. Oscar nominations, and then we might have some silly news for y'all. Really silly did, news. Silly. I was I was accruing some silly news for us to talk about. I was already thinking about some jokes. All that. We'll see. And then we'll also have our 930 secret song if you're staying tuned in. If not, then maybe you won't hear it. Until then, we'll see you in about three minutes. All right. Welcome back into Compact Discourse, the Auburn's only drive-time morning show. Today, I am joined by Mr. Luke Archibald Walker. What is your that middle name? That is not it. What's your middle name? It's uh, wait. I want to tell you. I I want to prove that I still remember stuff about it because uh, people call into question my memory about certain things, and it is certainly bad about a lot of things. I think you have one of the craziest memories of anyone I know. But if I have a certain thing where like I can remember most conversations I have with people, like things about them like I'll remember. So I remember that you said... I don't know if... Is this something I can say over there? Your middle name? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it's not your social security number. <laughs> Rule number one. Okay, <laughs> so I remember you told a story with it. I don't remember the middle name exactly, but it's the name of one of your ancestors that came over like the Mayflower. Yes. <laughs> See? Yeah. It's not Archibald. It? Yeah, it's you, not Archibald. You, you don't have to tell it. But it's Standish. Standish. Captain Miles, Miles Standish, yeah, Miles Standish of the, of the Mayflower. Go. My grandma would always go crazy about that because that was her maiden name too. Yeah. Um, but like, I remember I was given some – people were like giving a presentation about the Mayflower when I was in like first or second grade, and it just so happened to be like grandparents' day or something too, and she would not – she was going up to all the teachers like, oh, he's a direct descendant of whatever. That's and, awesome. Yeah. She loved it. Okay, to get through some more Oscar nominations, we have Best Director, Martin McDonough for Banshees of Anna Sheeran, Todd Field for Tar, Ruben Ostlund for Triangle of Sadness, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans. Best Supporting Actress, we have Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Carrie Condon for Banshees of Anna Sheeran, Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephen, or Stephanie Hugh, Sue, uh, two separate nominations for Everything Everywhere All at Once, and Hong Chow for The Whale. Best Supporting Actor, we have Brendan Gleeson for Banshees of Anna Sheeran, Brian Tyree Henry from Co- for Causeway, Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans, Barry Keegan for Banshees of Anna Sheeran, and Kihei Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And just quick to look at the Best Picture, uh, which I'm a little perturbed about Best Picture nominations. We have Hold on, hold on. Perturbed. You said that. That's the second time this episode... What does that mean? It just means like annoyed. Okay. It, I think it's a little less. I was about to stop you earlier, but I just let it peek Personally, going. I used perturbed because I feel like it's a little bit less than annoyed. That's a good one. Because, like, I don't, I'm not annoyed by this, like, that much. Like, I don't You're get just a little perturbed. I'm a little perturbed. Like, I'm not, I don't get annoyed super easily. Like, I don't get mad. Maybe I'll get, I think I'll get perturbed, then I'll get annoyed, and then. After a while, I'll get mad. I think if you say it, it flows. If I were to throw perturbed into a conversation, people would be like, what are you talking about? (laughs) 
Well, so the best picture we have nominated, Top Gun Maverick. Have you seen? Uh, No. I've seen, it's actually I pretty mean, good. obviously the original. Women Talking, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Banshees of Inishirin, Triangle of Sadness, The Fablemans, All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, Elvis, and Tar. Have you seen all those? Um, I've seen, I've not seen Tar, I haven't seen All Quiet yet. Haven't seen the Fablemans, haven't seen Triangle of Sadness, and haven't seen Woman Talkings. I haven't seen five of them. But my biggest thing is that After Sun is not nominated for Best Picture, which I find insane. But what whatever. Fine. <laughs> it 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 certainly should. It's phenomenal. I can't recommend it enough. Uh it's amazing. Yeah. I gotta watch more movies. I gotta I fell asleep last night during a movie. I fell asleep during Dead Poet Society. What? Robin Williams. It's that great. phenomenal. No, I've seen it before, and I just wanted to rewatch it. Ethan Hawke's, also, that's Ethan Hawke's first movie. Ethan Hawke. Ethan Hawke is um, the kid in it, like uh-huh. the main kid. But Ethan Hawke's okay, a yeah, pretty yeah. famous actor. But that that is one uh, subset of movies I love. Robin Williams. Anything Robin Good Will Williams Hunting. related. Goodwill Hunting. Uh, I like Patch Adams. You ever seen um, The Awakenings? I've not. Is he in that it? one is Robin Williams is a doctor, and Robert De Niro is a patient that has Parkinson's. Maybe it's a certain type of Parkinson's that like locks you up. Like you get locked in like a um, a state where like you can't even move. Like oh. you're just like stuck in your brain basically. And he like I might have seen that. And he like pioneered a therapy where they could like dance and stuff or whatever. Like they could like break out of it. They give him L- yeah. They give him L dopa. Does it have a sad ending? Yeah, he ends up back. Spoiler alert, he ends up back frozen. Like, okay. quote-unquote frozen. Yes. Like, he can't move anymore because the LDL yes. only worked for so long. I have seen that. That's a good movie. We watched it in high school for some I don't know why we watched it in, like, religion class, but we did. Hmm. Not sure why. It's have a good movie. Have you ever movie. seen, uh, what's the Cuckoo's Nest one? One Flew of the Cuckoo's Nest. Yes. Uh, Jack Nicholson. You seen that? That is one of my favorite movies of all time. It's... It's very good, yeah. but on the same note, the very family movie ending. thing, we like couldn't decide, and finally, like my dad was like, "All right, well, this has been on my list. Let's watch it." But he had also said, "Let's watch something happy," oh. and he didn't know how it it's ended. Not happy, and so we're just like on this roller coaster, and <laughs> it's <sighs> the most least happy. Movie. It is <laughs> so depressing. The ending's so sad. Oh, it's so, but it's such a good it's movie, great. amazing movie. Oh, it's so sad. Well. We, over break, we were talking about what we were trying to decide what we were going to play for the 930 Secret Song, uh, Tune In Live, if you want to hear that. And we were trying to decide between, because today is Wego Wednesday. Would you explain that for us real quick, Luke? Wego Wednesday is what it means to me or what it means what to... What it means to you. <laughs> I will be here almost all day. Mm-hmm. I'm going to join Davis for Compact Discourse yep. at 8 a.m. We've got my show, Certified Bangers, at noon. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have Jacob Van Luke, Jazz Talk 91.1 at 1 p.m. Um, we have lots more in between, so y'all can stay tuned. But these are just kind of staff and, and ones I know off the top of my head. We've got Davis, Are You With That at 5. Mm-hmm. We've got Beat Drop, Logan and Adrian from 6 to 8. And then we've got Z the Nomad with Dibble and Dabble at 8 p.m. So we got a ton of crazy things today. Wait, why did I set that up like that? I can't. Oh, because Are You With That Today has a special two-song ending, which uh, I'll go ahead and spoil it because nobody listening to this is going to listen to it. Uh, I'm going to play a Spanish song on the show, and then I'm going to end it with a Mac DeMarco song, which are both not hip-hop music, not R&B, not soul, but... I'm I'd, seeping into your show. I do thoroughly enjoy them. 
I'm seeping in because I started as a hip hop, strictly class, uh, it, look, old school hip hop. Th- this show. will not become a trend. Uh oh, Davis. It could become like maybe the last segment's just non hip hop, but I don't think I listen to enough. Like I listen to a lot of non hip hop, but like not enough that I like enough. Are you with that variety? Mm, I don't know. I feel like that would betray the yeah the the the, the, the heart of the show. That's fair. But it is what it is. So we were talking about if we should play my Spanish song, the only Spanish song in the system that I'm aware of, um, and or if we should play a Mac DeMarco song for the 930 Secret Song. And you said you wanted to talk about a little bit about well, Mr. De- DeMarco. Uh, I, I'll chat about him. I, don't, Ch- I didn't have anything in Ch- mind. Chat but about what, him. <laughs> what album uh, was it off? This Old Dog. This Old Dog. My favorite okay. one. I just got that on vinyl recently. Jealous. It's very nice. Very jealous over here. I, I propped it up in my room nicely. So good. Um, I just, got, sure, let's I just do... got the Never Story on vinyl. Ooh, that's good. Wait. Oh, Never Story. Okay. Yeah, not the forever. first story. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's do the Mac DeMarco one. Okay. Let's do that. We can, we can... We can, we'll save it because we go to commercial break, then we'll come back secretly, play it, and then we'll go back to... We'll come back. So we'll come back then. Wait. We're not playing it now. It's not nine, It's not eight thirty yet. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, we were just. God. I was just. I'm getting ahead of myself. I was laying the groundwork. Interesting. But he did just release a new album, did he not? Yeah, it's it's cool. It's strictly instrumental. What's um, it called? But five easy called, hot dogs or something like that. Yeah, yeah. His YouTube is great. I don't know if you've ever browsed his YouTube, um, but <clears throat> it's just like a lot of his old videos are just very DIY and yeah. scream Mac DeMarco. But I think his first one ever. Uh, I forget what the title is, um, but it's like 13 seconds. And it's just him like smiling with a double chin. And he goes, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not music related at all, but he's it's funny. And before we go to the next PSA break and we get to hear the secret song, we'll probably t- uh, also we'll probably tell the listeners of the podcast what song we played so y'all can listen to it and join the festivities as well from home. But I want to preview a little bit of silly news that we're going to hear next break. I I'll just I just clicked on one of the ones I have up here. You ready? You ready, Luke? You ready I'm for ready. this news? If bumblebees can play, does it mean they have feelings? What do you think, first of all? If bumblebees can... This sounds like a riddle. Say, yeah, it really if does. If bumblebees can play, does it mean they have feelings? Playing as in just frolicking like they just, yeah, they just go around and play playing? with each other. Just like, you know, like dogs play with each other. Um... Oh, there's an uh, there's an answer to yes, it. Yes, there. Is, this study says yes. Okay. Suggests interesting. Yes. We put it to the test. Bees have proved over and over again that they got a lot more to offer than pollinating, making honey, and being fiercely loyal to the queen. The industrious a- insects can count what they can count and alter their behavior when things <laughs> seem difficult. And now some scientists says they're proof they also like to play. Wow. So they're 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 out there working, getting their stuff with the queen, but they're also like yeah, they go home right, and want some fun. Sneak off a little bit. Maybe have some some bee pollen. I don't I don't know what I don't know what they do. <laughs> a study uh, <laughs> recently published in Animal Behavior suggests that bumblebees, when given the chance, like to fool around with toys. Wow, what toys are they? I don't playing? know. That's what I'm wondering. Are they playing? <laughs> they like Legos. I don't. They like want to went out of their way to roll wooden balls repeatedly, despite no apparent incentive to do so. It's the uh, Marcus. No, not Marcus Aurelius. Uh, Sisyphus. They're pushing the boulder up the hill. Look, he's gonna he's <laughs> pushing it. Look at him wow. go! For those for those That's pretty um, fun. Tuned in. It's a bee dragging around. What is that? A ball? It's like a little wooden ball. A wooden ball. He's, he's having fun. He's playing with it. That's fun. I would have fun doing that personally. Look at him go. That's awesome. I'm more like bees than I thought. Here's how about this? Did you I saw there's I saw this crazy story 
I can I'll I'll hit I'll hit this in like thirty seconds. Where like there's like bees can like tell the time basically. Like they can like they're like oh it's noon now so we can start working on our honey or something. And the scientists are like how do they do this? So they were like okay we're gonna put them in this dark room and then like they're like and the people are like oh what if they feel a change in temperature? So like. And, like, people kept coming up with more things for a reason they could tell the time. So it ended up that these scientists, like, ended up in, like, the bottom of a salt mine. Wow. With them in, like, a dark box and that nothing to suggest what time it is. And they still knew what time it was. Did they have, like, an internal about, clock or something um, like that. How the, like, Japanese subway system was built? Wait. How it was designed? Why don't we save that for coming back? <laughs> do you think you can hold on to that I for can. a few minutes? I can do that. Because that does sound pretty interesting, and I feel like it might go over, and I don't want to yeah. go over. You're okay. Let's so we're go. gonna hear we're gonna hear from Luke about the Japanese subway Japanese subway system and the crazy way. I think Godzilla maybe he dug out the hole or something. We'll find out after this quick PSA break for more compact discourse, some more silly news, some more fun stories from Luke Archibald Standish Walker. No! <laughs> And we'll hear, our, my name. we'll hear our secret song in a moment. All right. See y'all then. Welcome back in to Compact Discourse here on a dreary Wednesday morning. It is... Currently 62 degrees and partially cloudy, but when I was walking here this morning, it looked like it wanted to drizzle, so I decided to use the word dreary to describe it. But Luke, you said you had a little story for us when we got back about Japanese subways. The Japanese subway system. Yes, this is something I heard from uh, my brother. <clears throat> it was kind of on the note of scientists doing weird things, like mm-hmm. with the bees, they took them down to the salt mines. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the way that Japan built their subway system, uh, they like harness the intelligence of like a slime mold and so the slime mold when you set it in different places it like automatically like in the most efficient route goes towards like a, either a connecting slime mold or something else but anyway so they set all these key points mm-hmm. which are like where they need their stops and then they just set the slime mold down and it automatically connected what in the most like uh, scientifically efficient way possible and so that's they just like harness the intelligence of this mold, which is pretty cool. Is this true? This is true. I've read briefly on it. I don't know <laughs> too much about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, someone just told me in passing on the street one day. No, uh, Davis is, is verifying this information. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Very very smart of the the Japanese to do. What is true? It is. That is crazy. I wouldn't come on here with a story nature, like that. Nature is crazy. Speaking of nature being crazy, oh, I, I closed one of my news. Um, oh, where is it? I had, well, my segue failed because. We'll never know. Oh, here we go. Real life Goonies? Mysterious shipwreck found off the Oregon coast. <laughs> so, for centuries, the, so there's there's always been stories, like urban legends, that off the urban coast there was like a Spanish galleon or something because like old, um, uh, uh, um, like Chinese porcelain and blocks of beeswax would always like come up on the beach. So they're like, "Oh man, there's there has to be there has to be a ship out there." And a, a, allegedly, Steven Spielberg was inspired by this to make the Goonies. But now researchers have found nearly 330 year old timbers from the ship in a hard to access cave. So Where they, is this? This is in Oregon. Interesting. 
So they found a pirate ship. They literally found like a sunken pirate ship. That's with treasure. so cool. Pretty cool. Let's um, see. Would you go? Would you go scuba diving to go explore a pirate ship, Luke? I definitely would. Definitely. I've, I <laughs> I want to go scuba diving very bad. I just haven't gotten the. I've done it in like pools before. Mm-hmm. I've never done tank. it at all. It's very cool. Um, I would definitely want to do it in life in an ocean with fish. Oh yeah. For your ride to work, people listening at home in your car, maybe we have two stories that you could you, you could use in a, as an excuse if you feel like don't going in, if not feel like not going in, or if you're running late. We have in Florida there was a truck collision with a silver sea of beer cans just filling the filling the highway, really preventing people from getting to work, and I'm sure tempting a lot of a lot more people to stop and grab some on their way home. Hmm. But we grab also a quick have beer from the highway. I would. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, it's free beer. It's just sitting there. The uh, other story, a little a little sillier, we have a collision in California makes a marinara mess on the California highway. Tomatoes filled the California highway what? with a sea of red. Imagine trying to go to work, and you're late, and you have to tell your boss, like, there was a tomato accident. Tomato town. And it made some marinara sauce? Yeah. Isn't what if what if one of the tr- another truck was going the other way and it had, had spices pa- in it? <laughs> and then the other <laughs> had, had pasta. One Would had boiling it? water. <laughs> Would you eat it? <laughs> All these ten trucks. That'd be funny. That that'd be like a this masterful meal has been cooked. That'd be like a Monty Python movie or something. <laughs> a few more few more silly news for this segment. A shipment of baby wipes turns out to be eleven point eight million dollars worth of cocaine. Oh wow. Can you imagine just trying to wipe your baby down with your baby wipe? Wait, it had what? Wait, say that again? A shipment of baby wipes turns out to be $11.8 million worth of cocaine. Oh, like it was, uh, they were hiding it in yes. the baby wipes? So I don't Interesting. think, so I think they were just like hidden with it. The baby does not need that. But, I don't know if I get in trouble for talking about this, but Fed, uh, what's his name? Um, oh, what's the famous Pablo Escobar? Yeah. Used to like liquefy his drugs and put them into jeans, and then he'd ship the jeans everywhere. Yeah. And then like they'd heat the jeans up, and it like melts off, and then they'd have their drugs again. Wow, which is ins- like Very I don't know how you think of that. With it. Like yeah. how do you think of that? And then he went and took a picture in front of the White House and all that. Crazy, crazy guy, that guy. But they found a lot of cocaine with your baby wipes. So watch out. You never know what's in your baby wipes. <laughs> Next up, I love the picture of the Halloween candy. With, like, uh, the Twix bar pulled Careful. apart, and it's like a gun. <laughs> it's like, check your candy this year. You never know what's going to be did, in it. You never know. Did, did your, was your mom ever scared of people putting, like, razor blades and stuff? No, not really. My mom wasn't either. Because, like, what's the point of doing that? Like, why would you do that? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not what real. Nobody, nobody does that. <laughs> what is the person doing that gaining? Like, I remember over Halloween, there was a big, like, hubba uh where they were like, oh, they're putting fentanyl in your candy and they like they like the cops showed a picture of like like a million dollars worth of fentanyl in halloween candy but like why would a drug dealer do that yeah like instead of selling their product they're like no i just want to give it to kids for free on halloween wreak havoc on the world i guess i don't crazy people out there i'm personally a little skeptical of the claim that people are like putting harmful stuff in candy for halloween um, well, no, it's definitely happened. I mean, yeah, it's it happened, but it's not as happens. widespread as people claim. Like, yeah, yeah. It's they, weren't not putting, like a, they weren't handing out fentanyl as candy. 
Yeah. It's a crazy claim. Well, no, they definitely could have been. They could have, but they weren't. There's, like, who knows what the motive would have been, but there are some crazy people. Well, yeah, but, yeah, but, like, why? It's not a widespread thing. Why would they waste their. (laughs) Yeah, why would you waste your product? Yeah. Yeah. Next up on news, we're just running through the news right now because I had a lot of it. This woman faked her kidnapping to go back to her ex, and now she's facing 18 months in prison. So, For what? For faking the kidnapping? I'm I'm assuming yes. Wow. Um, for faking her own kidnapping so she could go back to her former boyfriend. She which could just led claim to that her point. ex kidnapped her. And then, but then he, they're like to- yeah. <laughs> they're just like together. Um, wow, I didn't know you could face prison or jail time for that. To stage an abduction and lying to the FBI about it as part of a plea bargain, she is required to pay more than $300,000 in restitution. Oh my god. Wow. Don't the judge said he considered the seriousness of the offense and the sheer number of people who were impacted. They included law enforcement officers who searched for her, the community that believed that for four years, those who lived that li- believed her for four years, those who lived in fear because of her fake story of being abducted by two Hispanic women in the Latino community that was falsely viewed with suspicion. The nation is watching, Shub said, paraphrasing prosecutors' argument in a court filing. They need to be sent the right message. We have to make sure crime doesn't pay. So wow. she got in trouble for it. It seems uh, rightfully so. Just go back to your ex if you really want to that bad. Yeah. I feel like. Like, don't go back to your ex usually, but, like, if you really want to, don't fake being kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is uh, crazy. So extreme. He must have been pretty cool. <laughs> really cool guy. Yeah, he just, like, she goes back to him, and he's just like, He's like, nah, I don't want to. What if he's just like, nah, I don't like, want to be together anymore? How does <laughs> yeah, she? He goes, he goes, nah. Oh, yeah, I'm kind of over it. Does she like unfake her kidnapping? Yeah. Does she like escape, quote unquote? Oh my God, they were everywhere. Thank God Crazy. I made it out. And when we come back on Compact Discourse, I'll have one more little news story for y'all, maybe two. And then we'll have Wreck of Wednesday. I don't really know what the last segment's going to be on Wednesday. I'm still figuring that out. But I figure we'll just recommend things again. If you have, do you have things to recommend, Luke? Yes, I do. Okay, so we can have Wrecker Wednesday today, and we'll, we'll I'll brainstorm on what could be the final segment on Wednesdays from now on. Until then, we'll hear y'all. We'll, we'll hear from y'all. You'll hear from us, oh my goodness, after a PSA break. So I hope you enjoy this one. Uh, yeah. Welcome back into Compact Discourse here on a lovely Wednesday morning. A little wet outside, like I said, but what can you do? We have two more news stories I just want to run over, and then Luke and I will begin talking about some things we recommend to y'all. Recca Wednesday, it just rolls off the tongue. Unless I can find another word that has a W in it, or a word that has a W in it that could, like, Recca Monday. Weagles Wednesday wishes where we will wish... What we what want. What we want. Yes, you heard it here first. Okay, I wish for a, a trillion dollars. No. I took it. You can't vote. You can't get. You can't wish that now. Steve Jobs' worn-out Birkenstocks sell for $218,000 at auction. I just chose this one because the first thing I thought of was, first of all, I bet they're stinky. Wait, sorry. I zoned out. What? Oh, what? my goodness. Steve Jobs Birkenstocks, two hundred eighteen thousand oh, yeah. oh. dollars at auction. Someone paid for them. There's been lots of them. late nights in the 
lab with those. <laughs> do you think somebody is going to wear them? What are they going to do with them? Uh, I feel like they'd probably frame them. Why? They're shoes. Well, they're Steve Jobs shoes. <laughs> they have touched the feet of Imagine greatness. if you found Jesus's Birkenstocks. Wow. Would you Jesus wear those? Jesus did wear Birkenstocks, I think. Would you wear them? Would I wear them? Like if you, if someone was them? like, yeah, these are Jesus's Birkenstocks, and they are your size. Would, would I you, be able to walk on water? No. The shoes wasn't the thing it's that made him It's got to be the shoes. Wa- the shoes were the thing. Lee, it's got to be the shoes. <laughs> maybe it was the shoes that made him walk on water. Maybe it was all it was all a ploy, and he just had different garments of clothing that like could do magical powers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, just look, wait, I don't want to get too far into this, because this could be funny, but I don't want people to get mad at us yes, for making yes, yes. jokes. Yes, Of course. Um, Would you wear Jesus' Birkenstocks, though? I Whether guess they, so. I, <laughs> let's say they don't let you I walk would, on water. I don't think I'd put them on. But then. you could just I be like, I'd just respect them. And be like, these are the Christ ones. Oh, the Christ ones. Yeah, <laughs> those, <laughs> those are. That's clean. that's a that's a good claim. Like, yeah. they're like maybe they're signed by him or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the final bit of news today, we have a list of banished words for from 2022 that we're not allowed to bring in the year 2023. Apparently, do you want to hear them? Do you have any guesses? Banned words that were okay in 2022, but not. It's not 20- that like it's not like the words are bad, but like this group's like these words are overused, so you should stop using them. Oh, overused. Okay. Let me let me let me give their mission statement. Yeah. Um, probably too recently says the Lake Superior State University Mission College that released an annual list of words that it says to be banished from our vocabularies because of over overuse, misuse, and uselessness. So we have ten words, ten phrases as well. Swag. It, it's like 2012. <laughs> number. Let's start at number 10. It is what it is. What? Which I use that. I just wore that. I just bought a shirt from the thrift store last week that says that on it. My, I moved <laughs> on from it is what it is to so it goes because of Slaughterhouse-Five. Mm. So I'm still in the clear on that one. Uh, we have Absolutely at number nine. Dijon's album? Like, what? What? That's crazy. Number eight is Irregardless. Good word. I, I, I use that word. word. I don't think... I've heard anyone say that recently. I say irregardless, at all. like irregardless of that. Yeah, but I, I don't know if I've heard you say that, Davis. Number seven. So <laughs> the funny thing is, I know Jack is listening. Uh, listeners at home may or may not know Jack, but a lot of these are kind of going at Jack. Does this? Does that make sense? Is number seven a thing that Jack says to me a lot? <laughs> <laughs> number six, we have amazing. Okay, I can get behind that. There's there's lots of other ways to describe. How amazing something is. Number five is moving forward. Number four is gaslighting. And their reasoning behind this was more reasonable to me. I think that's great because people use that word so loosely. And I think some people don't even know what it means. Yes, (laughs) yes. So they said, Some worry that the overuse of the term gaslighting hurts the word's ability to describe a specific type of dangerous psychological manipulation. Which, yeah, I think that's a good reason to put that on there. Number three is quiet quitting. Are you familiar with this term? No. So this was a term going around a few months ago that bosses, like people were like, like workers that like once the clock hits five, they like go home and they're like, oh, you're quiet quitting by not doing extra work. Oh yeah. You're not just like grinding in there at 9 PM. I'm working nine to five. When it hits five, I'm out. Yeah. That's that's kind of how I feel, but like I also will. Work that's how extra. I feel. I mean, yeah. If you got to stay after and do some like stuff, you're not getting stuff. paid extra for the extra time. But so you shouldn't be like judged or docked for leaving yes. at the time you're supposed to leave it's, each day. Yeah, bosses just want free labor. Number two is inflection <laughs> point. That, inflection point. Yes, inflection point. Um, uh, I know this one, but I need to. 
A point of inflection. A point of a curve at which change in the direction of curvature. So it's just like a moment that lends to change. I'm pretty yeah, but sure. I don't feel like people use that too much. We both Someone didn't even really know what it meant. <laughs> and number one is a certain acronym that they say has been overused and applied to way too many people too loosely. It is the greatest of all time, GOAT. No. You can't We're use it. We're keeping GOAT. You can't. You can't use it. Sorry. No. It came straight from, what is it, Salt Lake? So Lake Superior State University has said so. You, you can't. It's such a great term. You will be arrested if you use it. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Can't help you. What if I see a real GOAT, like in that context of, of an animal? Oh, yeah. If I say, it's a GOAT. Yeah. What if I'm saying that GOAT's the greatest of all time? Nope. They won't let you do it. Ugh. You ever you ever hung out with a goat, like an actual uh, goat? I've been to a petting zoo. We've I've been like kicked it with one. I have kicked it with a few goats. Like <laughs> you have? really and truthfully, I have because nice. we used to have a goat. What was his name? Her name was Abigail. Abigail. And then one time, my cousin had a goat, and we were we were hanging out in there with it. We were trying to pet it, and for some reason, it was just like I don't like this kid, and it ran <laughs> like five six times, and I was like bruised all over. It it was scary. It rammed you? Yeah, he was like, I don't oh, like this wow. kid, and like like my stomach, like my like my legs were all bruised up for a while because it like rammed me. Wow. It yeah, it was it was I was like ten, so it was really scary. So I guess you're okay with getting rid of the word goat and no, I don't. I like goats. Goats are cool. It's just that one goat was a jerk. My friend, <laughs> yeah. like our goat Abigail, like she would like try to ram you, but it was because she wanted to play. Like mm. she'd push on you and she'd jump up, but like she was <laughs> trying to play, but she didn't. She didn't understand. Wow. She, Abigail was cool. She was really nice. Good old goat. She she was the goat of goats. The goat of goats, Abigail. She was cool. She was a cool goat. She was just hanging out. Okay, we got to do a quick Wreckle Wednesday or Weagle Wish Wednesday. Weagle. We'll have, I'll, I'll have to run that back and see the title that we geniusly came up with. What do you wish for today, Luke? I wish for peace on earth. <laughs> oh, that's too broad. Sorry, I can't do that. No! I uh, wish... For good sleep tonight. <laughs> Drastically different from my wish, but I, I don't want to go like too broad. Like I don't want to. I, I could be <laughs> like, yeah, in world I hunger. Can do that today, I'll make, make a that billion dollars. Yeah, have a good day is what I wish for you. How how what is a good night's rest for you? How many hours? Seven. Okay, I think I shoot for eight if I can, but like seven, I, I'm good. I I can also work off like five and six, but I like seven and eight. yeah, seven. I think once you get into six, it starts getting like yeah. low. But I actually have read that like oversleeping because I know a bunch of people oversleep. Yes, apparently if you get like eleven to twelve hours, your brain is functioning on the equivalent of like six hours or five hours. So like sleeping too much yes. is almost like you're not sleeping enough if you wake up like if you wake up at like 7 8 a.m and then you're like i'm gonna go back to sleep and then you like go back to sleep your but if your body re-enters rem sleep where like rapid eye movement where you're yeah. dreaming that, that'll hurt you not like hurt you but that's like detrimental to your tiredness because you basically re-enter deep sleep and then you're waking up out of that yes so you're just tired all over again that's why naps i've heard that i don't know where i heard it but oh, 20 naps, minutes so. is the sweet spot yes. for a nap i feel like you an hour is kind of like the upper end for me. Really? Like I've heard I can, if you go over like forty-five, then I don't. I also don't even know. Don't listen to anything I'm saying. I don't know where I got this information. I've just been <laughs> told it, and I believe it my whole life. So yeah. So, but like an hour is like I'll wake up after an hour and be like, okay, that was a good nap for me. Like usually it's thirty minutes. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> like an hour. Like this is just me personally. 
But like if I hit if I slept two hours, I'm gonna feel terrible. Like yeah. if I nap like two hours, I'm gonna oh, like yeah. I'm gonna wake up and feel terrible. But sometimes it's nicer. Like you wake up from like a three hour nap and you're just but like, then you're just completely like you feel like you got, disoriented. You feel like you got hit by a truck. Yeah, it's kind of fun sometimes. What? I you're hate just so it. disoriented and you like or like you wake up like you say you go home from class and fall asleep at like six and wake up at like ten. Yeah. And you like think it's the next day and you're like, Where am I? <laughs> in high school every day after class I would come home and lay on our couch and I'd fall asleep and I'd probably get like maybe 30 to an hour and then my siblings would come home and be so loud it would wake me up but that after school nap oh <laughs> those my kids god it was those kids it was and their noise that was like that was the closest I've ever come to Nirvana was those after school naps <laughs> it was they were so nice so 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 nice anything else you want to recommend or wish for today Luke before we get out of here Recommend recommend keep that dial tuned. We've got go. Weagle Wednesdays pretty stacked for us. So we've got some great shows coming up today. It's true. It's true. We got Certified Bangers at twelve, Jazz Talk at one. We got Are You With That at five. I can't remember all the shows either. I'm just remembering the ones you said earlier. B drop at six to eight, and then we have Dibble and Dabble at nine or eight. And right now we have Compact Discourse about to end up here. Finish up here. Anything you want to say to the listeners at home? Listeners, we are still using the GOAT, the term GOAT in 2023. It's a great term. Davis, the GOAT of of hosting Compact no, Discourse? No, 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 no. that's disrespectful to Jack. That's Jack, yeah. if you're tuned in, I didn't mean that. He will be listening. But Davis has to prove himself. I, I'm still trying to prove myself. I still haven't worked... I turned off my mic again on accident. <laughs> I still haven't really worked out the outro. I should probably get on that, but this is my outro for now. Thank you all for listening to Compact Discourse today. Hope you all enjoyed. Hope you all tune in tomorrow for adrian and rio's episode and next monday i'll be back with in the studio with cameron next tuesday we will have alex and next wednesday me and luke will be back in the studio tune in hope to see y'all then and hope y'all have a good day